Hi, Kathy. Hey, Don. How you doing? I'm good. It's uh, the week after Thanksgiving, so whew, glad that's over with. We made it. High five. <laughs> High five. Ugh. Um the week after this week has been a crazy week there's a lot of things happening in and around our worlds and one of the things that came up is the topic of crisis and crisis versus challenge so um on a personal level i was trying to think like what what have i defined as a crisis and um it comes to mind like you know, when I was younger, the day I found out my best friend had AIDS and was lying in a hospital bed, that was a crisis. Right. Um, the uh, the first, you know, bad car accident when I was hit by a drunk driver, that was a crisis, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. When uh, your Donovan, when we had to hospitalize him for the first time. That was a crisis. That was a crisis. Getting fired, that was a crisis. Yeah, that was me. a personal crisis. Yeah. Now, when I called my mom after that happened, I was really young. The only job I was ever fired from was I worked for um, a couple who had a restaurant when I lived in Wisconsin. And um, they kind of took me in as one of their own. And they were like partiers. There was a lot of drugs and drinking and stuff going on. And every weekend we would hang out and then... Um, during the week it was, we were working and it was like a family environment. And then one day out of nowhere, hmm. she sat me down and was like, you know, and she made this list. She had this list going of like, you know, when you hang around with somebody too much and this bothers you, that bothers you, this bothers you, that bothers you, but you don't really get to the bottom of exactly what's bothering you about them. Yeah. And she had that list and she sat me down she was like, so I think the solution is that you just don't come here anymore, that you don't work for me anymore. Well, I think that's mean. It I, was awful, but I was so young and inexperienced that I really took it as a humongous crisis. So when I called mom, um, she wasn't reacting as if it was a crisis. So I had to define what, why I felt like I was in crisis. And really, in retrospect, it was a challenge. It was just, you know, what's the difference? I got fired from just a buck. <laughs> <laughs> I just totally told my deepest, darkest secret. I have to tell you that I love listening to people's <laughs> I got fired stories please send us in your fired stories because i really do love them i loved reading misconnections on craigslist love that did you want to hear what I said? and then she comes over to me and she goes kathy you were eight dollars short on your register i was like no i'm not it's a dollar per like i don't really think she goes you're just too distracted and I, she goes, I'm just going to have to let you go. And I was like, what do you mean let me go? We're not in a relationship. What do you mean let me go? She's like, you're fired. I was like, are you kidding me? Who gets fired from just a buck? So yeah. I had to call Renee because I was so embarrassed. And Renee picked me up. I'm like, I just got fucking fired from just a buck. <laughs> she goes, you'll never let it. You never let it. <laughs> let it never live it down. Never live it down. It was pretty funny. It is pretty funny. The You would think that the most basic, easy task <laughs> Ever in the retail world is to We're add up <laughs> items at the just a buck. It's eight cents tax. It didn't change. There's nothing complicated. It's but me, I end up doing that. But I can take apart a car and put it back together, but I can't work at just a buck. So anyway, that was my crisis fired story, which wasn't a crisis. I do enjoy people's I got fired dot 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 stories <laughs> um, because, you know something that happens it's, and it's pretty funny and here's the other thing is i think that everybody should go through that experience once oh it's humiliating it is humiliating it's humiliating it's it's humiliating from just a buck when you're a smart <laughs> girl it's like it's different if you got you know you're in a corporate place and things happen but we're talking a dollar eight cents okay so uh just pressing a button dollar eight cents <laughs> per item too distracted and, and but this is a good point that we're making because crisis is about perspective and what you've been through mm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, getting mm-hmm. fired from just a buck when that is your only job. You got to pay, for, you know, that's and you got kids right. in your right. teenage, you know, it's about perspective. You know, I was had two other jobs and it was just a humiliating experience, but uh, I felt rejected. But other than that, I think it was OK. And I think that crisis when people live in crisis, they don't know anything else. OK, stop there. Living in crisis. Living in crisis. Define living in crisis. Um, well, I can only use my experience with having a child with special needs. You're in constant crisis. It's so when constant. you live in crisis, do you do you perpetuate it um, by not feeling like? Is it because you don't have control? It's it's exactly you don't have control, and it's every day is something you. There's no peace. There's no calm. It's like you, every day something dr- traumatic happens. Mm-hmm. Whether you're getting hit or your child runs away and he's only four years old, right. or you know you you have another child who is neglected because you got another kid who's out of control putting a kid in hospitalization at five years old yeah you know uh being homeless from it um you know having to rely on family uh financial crisis now i feel like financial crisis there's emotional crisis absolutely but do you um going back to your point about perspective and people living in crisis do you feel that there are certain people who that's what that's what i meant about perpetuate that they perpetuate their crisis because there's a security in the fact that in crisis you have no control. So if uh, shitty things happen, they can't blame themselves. There's no self-reflection. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. There are people who just handle challenges that are coming at them. Right. At work, um, I always say when, um, you know, as the house manager in a theater, when people come up just like breathless and frustrated and there's a big problem i always say no 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 it's a challenge i can meet any challenge here and i always say we don't work in an er you know yeah perspective perspective so i'm saying that it's perspective so you yourself your personal experience how did you how did you get out of living in crisis uh it, it was organic breaking point it was when you when you it's like you know when you're always in pain you never know what you never know what's really wrong with you because it's like it's like a fire alarm being on all the time if it's on all the time you never know if there's a fire because Mm -hmm. it's on all the time Mm -hmm. so you lose a sense of yourself and i think that when you're in constant crisis and you go against it to try to find inner peace it takes a long time to get out of it's up to you to make that decision it's how you handle it. It's not what's happening to you. It's how you handle it. Right. And uh, there was a point where I was like, this is my life. So I better turn it around. That's mm-hmm. what we used to say with Donovan. Right. Turn it around. You know, right. it's about the perspective. Guess what? When he goes to go to the hospital, it's not a crisis. Right. I learned yeah. how to use the system, what Donovan needs. It's about being preventative when you know something's going to happen on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. It's when you stop being preventative and you don't take control over it if you have a sick child it's a crisis in the beginning because it's out of your control and you know nothing about it but then through time and experience you say hey i'm a little wiser now i could be preventative so i think that living in crisis you have to analyze where you are in your life um do you want to be in crisis why do you want to be in crisis is this something you really can control and really you can't Getting stuck on the side of the road because you have a flat tire is not a crisis to me, but it could be to somebody else who has a fear of, who has fears, who's never experienced it. Yeah. So again, it's about perspective. And as I've gotten older, things are not, I'm not, I don't look at things as a crisis Mm -hmm. because uh, I was telling you before, it's like when you have your nine-year-old that bashes your head into a window and you're bleeding and you have to call 911 and they have to take them to the hospital and you're stuck on, you know, the Rhinebeck, Rhinebeck Bridge. That's a crisis. Mm-hmm. And so when I when things are coming at me, I put it in perspective. I put things in perspective. So do you have a running inner dialogue like um, how long is this going to last? What's no. like do you have like a checklist? No, I, it, for me, I don't because I I, th- I try very hard to 
I try to very hard to live in the moment mm-hmm. and take one moment at a time. Right now, everything is good, you know. And I think that you and I have talked about this, thinking so much in the present. Yeah, I do. And then you live in fear. I love yeah. you taught me the one thing, and I use it all the time in my classes. Mm-hmm. You, you're driven by two things: love, yeah, or fear. Mm-hmm. I've lived in fear my whole twenties and thirties. Never in my teenagers, and not now, but in my 20s, it was all about fear because I was put in fear and I had to face my fears. And by driv- when you drive things with love and you have trust in the universe and you realize that things, that you, that you're, that things are not done to you to make your life hell or to make you feel bad it's because you have to learn from some experience it's supposed to make you stronger i will say this i have learned to really hate the expression um you know things happen for a reason i um used to try to find comfort in that myself i don't think that things because i don't think things are necessarily predetermined i disagree and this so, is where this is a faith question. This is a question. I of feel faith. like I feel like my life is it, it's all predetermined. It depends on what direction I want to go in. Listen, we're all going to one spot. It's just how you're going to get there. You can you can make it as hard as you want, or you can make it as smooth as you want. Life does not have to be ugly. And it's like you know, even in these horrible things that 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 happen to us, um, whether it's sickness or uh, or having children, not having children, if it's, you know, losing your best, there's so many things that happen to us that it's about how you handle the perspective of it. Mm -hmm. It's how you look at it. You can be sad and you can have those feelings, but do you want to live in it? People live in their crisis. It seems like that I'm encountering that. I've encountered that so much, especially working with families. Yeah. That they, they, they just don't know how to get out of their own way. I do think that there's, there are people that choose to not become survivors of things. They choose to stay victims of things. It's, it's a hard, it's a hard line. It's a hard line to switch that, you know, and, and being a martyr. It's a process. It's a a process. It's definitely a process. It's definitely, you have to change your mindset. You have to decide this. I mean, myself as a, um, a survivor of sexual assault, um, and you know, I'm, I'm so not special as, as I'm enjoying, enjoying, and I own that word watching uh people getting called out on their uh sexual misconduct uh pretty much on a daily basis so i'm totally okay with all of this disclosure um that i know i'm not special but i definitely had to uh gain the perspective of saying i'm not going to be a victim of it and i'm definitely going to be a survivor of it and in being a survivor you're able to assist people who are on that path so you can say, um, you know, it's not about me. Your crisis is not about me, but, but, but I have survived through this, through a similar crisis. Well, it's like crisis. the difference between empathy and sympathy. Yeah. Empathizing and sympathizing. I have to say, when I stopped living in crisis, Donovan was about six or seven. And one of my friends that I've known for such a long time who loves me so much, she called me up and she said, Kathy, just like that, Kathy, I think about you all the time. I feel so bad for you. You must be so hard for you. Gosh, I don't know if I could even handle that. And you know what I said? Mm. That moment, I said, you know what? I can't have you call me anymore. I said, I don't, I don't want to live in the woe was me. I said, I have to figure out how to how to live with this in a positive way because this is my life. Mm. This is what's been given to me. And when pe- when you say, and this is what I told her, when you say you're sad for me, how can I find any kind of happiness? It's funny that you say that because my last dentist appointment... Oh, gosh. <laughs> my, <laughs> it's so funny. My last dentist appointment, the woman who cleans my teeth, who's a lovely, lovely woman, lovely woman, didn't clean my teeth the last time for yeah. the first time in probably six years. She didn't make 
the appointment and it was a substitute and I thought that's so weird she never does that because we like to gossip she actually keeps an open appointment after me so we have time to gossip afterwards you're terrible we're the same well why am I terrible I'm not judging you I just like chatting with this woman (laughs) and she definitely she lives a life very much not like me she has three children in Catholic school she's been married since she was 17 she just recently like went on vacation with her girlfriends without her husband and that's just somebody who does not live a lifestyle anything like me but we like each other very much and we make each other laugh Mm -hmm. she um so that was last time I see her last month to get my teeth cleaned and she's wearing a wig and sexy eyelash extensions and I was like is there a reason why we're decked out like we're on a date like what's what's going on and she was like it's a wig because I'm losing all my hair from cancer and I said oh my I said you know of course you go through the shock and then but she was talking about all of these all of these things positively that has come right. out of it and she has a good um what's the outlook pro- prognosis right she's um she's getting through it she's getting right. through it really well and i'm like not for nothing your skin is really goddamn clear <laughs> like right. you right. look really great and then as we're talking and stuff blah 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 i don't remember how it came up and she said don't you feel sorry for me i said no i admire you how can i how can i admire somebody i pity so I can't, and she was like, huh, that's interesting. And she's like, cause I was, you know, going with her, I was right. making jokes. I right. was, um, yeah, I was talking about positive things, positive things. Cause that's where she was at. That's where she was at. Yeah. And then when she was, I think, cause everybody around her is like, oh, oh poor my you, gosh, yeah. poor you, poor you. I, I'm going to take my cue from who you are right like do you need somebody to hold your hand and take you someplace i'll do that right right i'm happy to do that but if you're telling me that great stuff is happening and it's going to be great yeah i'm gonna go there and then it was surprised her that i didn't do the typical yeah i feel so sorry for you and i said how can i admire you and think you're so brave and feel sorry for you at the same time right i'm not doing that i think you know I love that conversation because uh, it reminds me of going back to that moment when I really changed my life and stopped living in that woe was me mentality. Like, why is this happening to me? Why is God punishing? You know, we're talking about me. Yeah. Why is God punishing me? And then all of a sudden, when I stopped taking those phone calls, um, I really got into my spirituality mm-hmm. because I had to straighten up. And I had to strengthen up. And I remember um, empowering myself, educating myself about Donovan. Uh, I started being preventative. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, taking the bags in the car when he vomits instead of freaking out every time he vomits. Right. Um, At three o'clock, don't go out at three o'clock because he gets hungry at three o'clock. Right. I started to, uh, you know, isolate myself in a healthy way where I didn't allow the negativity to come in. And I, and it, and it really helped me gain that strength and perspective. And it led me to my job. It led me to looking at things very differently, um, understanding institutions. Um, um, and I think that's where it starts, but in order for anything like that to change, you have to decide. Right. Uh, Yeah. It's, it's, you have to decide how you want to live. Yeah. I've decided now I, I, I tolerate less. I don't have a high tolerance to certain things anymore. Besides dairy, because it makes you fart. It makes me fart. <laughs> Besides dairy. Um, but people, I, I. Like what? Like um, if I'm talking to a friend and they start to whine about their life, mm-hmm. I'm happy to hear them. Uh, but I do remind them. I said, wow, it sounds like you still haven't processed it. I think I can recommend some therapists for you. Mm. And then they go, oh, why can't? I was like, because it's been two weeks. You're talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I don't think I can help you anymore. I know. It's really hard to and listen it's not, to people complain about the same exact thing all the and time. And it's not that I don't empathize with it. It's not yeah. that I don't understand. But you know what? Uh, I can only help you so far. And then you make, you know, that kind of tolerance. I don't like negativity. I have little tolerance for negativity. Mm-hmm. And uh, I say it. You know, you're negative And I don't really want to be brought down. Because you know why? I spent 20 years being low. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to spend the rest of my, you know, life feeling that way. You were going to say fucking life. I was. About <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who are you talking I to? <laughs> You're channeling somebody. Like, it's me. I just got really passionate <laughs> you about it. You just got very, very feisty. And you know, I had a great, speaking of that, I had a great conversation with a friend of mine about that. Um, how hard it is to have, to keep friends sometimes. To keep friends sometimes with yes. me. Because... I've just been through so much, not that other people haven't been through, but I'm talking about myself, that I just would rather be by myself than be with people who I can't talk to, who are needy, who mm-hmm. need things, you know, who don't know how to reciprocate. And um, I had the best time, best lunch, having an open conversation with a friend that we're really, re- you know, really want to be friends and where our boundaries are and she was so open and expressed what was important to her and I expressed what was important to me and I said wow I haven't had a healthy conversation with a friend like that in a long time to say listen I want to be your friend but let's have an understanding you know I do that in my relationship but with friends it was great Mm -hmm. and um so I didn't even know where I was going with that I was gonna say we digress but it was great it was great because you tolerate less as you get older because it's how I want to live. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be sad. Th- sad things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Our dad died. Yeah. Which was the saddest thing that ever happened. Yeah. One of the saddest things that ever happened. But you know what? I cry when I want to cry, but most of the time I'm laughing my ass off because I'm remembering how funny he was. Yeah. I'm thinking about things and, ex- ex- you know, having spiritual experience because I'm open to it. Yeah. It's a choice. All right. We're going to take a break mostly because I want to ask who that friend was. (laughs) (laughs) Gossip. gossiping what no it's not really gossip but we did have i am gonna uh toot your horn oh toot my horn not because you had too much dairy but um (laughs) you had booked a party and i did i never really had the opportunity to go with you to kind of manage you you did six or seven Seven. you did seven psychic readings Mm -hmm. in one evening you did 20 minutes and 30 minutes Mm mm-hmm and all seven people there participated. That was... Which is really great. That was great. And I got to be uh, downstairs after I sent them upstairs to you and uh, watch their expressions as they came downstairs. You never you never managed for me before. No. That's... No, it was lucky for you that I actually liked <laughs> the people. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> if you it's had... lucky for me that I, I was there. Yes. No, I mean, uh, you know, having to hang out with people I don't know, right. if especially if there were more than a few. I don't mind general skepticism. Right. But I, def- I, I don't really enjoy having to defend right. um, what you do and how you do hey, what that. you do. Oh, it's just boring. 
I know, but it's I, not really I, defending you. It's defending what you do. There's a difference <laughs> because it's a general philosophy difference. And I'm okay with people not believing or not understanding. Most people, who but <laughs> you know, the proof is in the pudding when people go upstairs and they're like, I don't really know. And then they come downstairs and they're like <laughs> pale and they can't believe the things that you said because <laughs> it was so spot on. Yeah, that was pretty special. And to boost, there was like ghost busting to do in that place. It was like a show. It was first one of, of all. Those places. I wish I had a reality show because that would have been an episode. Yeah, it was just like exciting. And okay, now you know how I feel about Teresa Caputo. Yeah. Okay, I outshined her. I, <laughs> I won the gold medal at the swimming competition. I was I was pretty on fire. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was happy you were there. Yeah, it was a fun experience for sure. And it was profitable for you, which is nice. Yes, I appreciated it. That, I really um, appreciated it. Yeah, it's not, I mean, there's so much reward in doing what you like to do, what you love to do, and being able to make money at it. It and is I, amazing feeling that why I continue doing what I do is like the validation like while you're reading, like sometimes when you do readings, people won't share it. But when you see their expression and uh, I had this, this one reading where she was skeptic and uh, she was skeptical, skeptical, <laughs> sorry, stroke moment, <laughs> stroke moment. Uh, I did have a stroke. I don't want to say that <laughs> and offend people. I did two years ago. I had a stroke. Um, so she, I, and the only thing I could see from her is how psychic she was. And she was so, adamant that this was just not her thing and yeah and then all of a sudden she starts reading me and I cry I was crying because she was saying things that nobody would have known she didn't know me and I'm just looking at her and 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 they're thinking well she's crying because I told her I said I'm crying because you just validated me and my work is done because I just proved that you are amazing and you can do that there's nothing like it when you have somebody who's so closed Mm mm-hmm and then they just open up like that. It is the most beautiful thing ever. And it's usually the ones that are the most closed off that give me the yeah. hardest time uh-huh. that I love. Right. I love them. They end up being, you know, <laughs> yeah. my regulars or yeah. friends. It's crazy. It's really crazy. So. Yeah, that was that was definitely, definitely a treat. And um, I hope, you know, that we have more in the future. Yeah. If you're interested in having a party, you got to give us a call. Yeah. So we can't call us. We don't call us. Because I, I got enough calls. www.callkathy.com. 1-800-CALL-KATHY. Don't call. I but we have calls. gotten, uh, speaking of contacting us, we have gotten really great feedback. Uh, oh, yeah. Is, yeah we're going into like three months. Yeah. We're, we are now, we now officially can say hundreds of people are listening to us. Hundreds of people are listening to us. Which is really nice. Amazing. And, um, the people who are participating on our Facebook page and writing us emails, it really is encouraging us to continue and keep moving forward. We have no idea where this train is going, but we're really excited to be on board. And um, the last uh, the last one that we posted, which was Obligations. So good. I thought that was a really good episode, by the way. I thought we did really good with that. It was a good conversation to have, for sure. The feedback, I got a few... Uh, messages um, and emails from that was and this is what makes me feel good where I say if we can just impact one person like amazing right Um, this person we'll call her Wilma uh, emailed and stated that she was on her way to her family's house for Thanksgiving and she then decided after listening to obligations to change how she was going to uh, celebrate Thanksgiving in the future and mm. had an open dialogue with a family member mm. and was calm and was firm and made suggestions. And this is a, this is, and she said, a, this is usually a difficult conversation and it actually helped her family member. Wow. So we helped a family. Can we, we do a high five? person. Whoop. <laughs> That's yay, for one yay, yay for one person we did it so exciting but that made me feel yeah like, i mean that made me feel for us like really awesome yeah if you can just be brave like that and make it better and now they change their christmas plans and now yeah. you know better like everything is just loosening up yeah i i revisited um uh 
that's a uh, a story I, I'm working on writing. No, I'm oh, still writing. Story? Still writing. Second story you're writing. Uh, yeah, but um, it started out talking about when we changed our Christmas plans after mom passed. After mom passed, wow, mom, mom was so. We just changed I know. everything. I know. We just like we just did a one eighty. The subject of the sisters are in colon. Mom's oh, not here anymore. <laughs> 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 how we how we lived after mom. It was like AM <laughs> after mom. After mom. <laughs> so after mom passed, uh, mom was uh, definitely um, such a strong personality about how we were to um, celebrate holidays. Didn't just stop at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Get the was antipost. her. Get the antipost. <laughs> her Thanksgiving was really her big holiday, but then um, traditionally... I would have Christmas Eve at my house, and right. then uh, you would have Christmas morning with your kids, etc. And Christmas Eve, mom really, and I enjoy hosting. I I just had you do. ten love, people over yeah. last night, which was awesome. But um, I like hosting. I like cooking. I like making nice house. Da 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 da. Love doing it. But mom was very much. Uh, she pressured us a lot about it being so traditional. Must have a turkey or a ham or a roast beef. It was, you yes. know, dinner. Um, <sighs> yeah, right. Just what sh- quote unquote should be done. I mean, it took me a little while to talk to her about not doing the fishes, the seven fishes. None of us ate that. <laughs> no, we but didn't she wanted us. She was like, we should do the fishes. I'm like, first of all, you're not Catholic or Italian, and second of all, we don't eat that shit anyway. Who cares? Who eats baklava? It's gross. I don't eat baklava. It's I'm not pre- baklava, you ding dong. What are you talking about? Bacala. It's oh, the bacala? it's the whole fish. Look it up. Google it. It's your oh friend. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh yeah yeah. Anywho, caca, caca, My Greek heritage I just poo pooed on. I'm sorry. Anyway, in 2013, how old was Donovan? How old was Donovan? Eleven. What? Ten? Where are we? Seventeen. Four years ago. Ten. Yeah. Ten. Eleven. Ten. Eleven. So we had decided he was, it was the first Christmas that he was able to spend with us. Yeah, he usually was hospitalized. Because he was hospitalized prior to that. And um, we were really excited about having him come. And at the time he had, um, he had a dream (laughs) that he was going to have a restaurant someday. He has dreams, that kid. He has plans for his life. My favorite is um, when he started listening, he started watching like PG-13 movies uh, booby movies and he no pg-13 oh. movies oh. and so he got to watch um one of the fast and furious movies uh-huh. and he called me up and he was like aunt anna someday will you take me to las vegas i was like sure and he goes we'll just go where the night takes us <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're you're talking my language pal <laughs> absolutely and he still references that He's I'm like, we're going to go where the night plans. takes us. The yeah, night takes us to strip yeah. clubs that don't tell mom. He's like, can we go to strip Very clubs? Cute. Don't tell mom. I've, oh, I say yes, God. of course. Um, <laughs> but I remember at the time, Obi. his dream was he wanted to have a restaurant. And we were like, what kind of restaurant? Because he used to like to go out to restaurants yeah. when he was having good days. Yes. And that's how we honestly used to bribe him for yeah. good or for bad. Right, right. We blackmailed and bribed. <laughs> um, and he would go to his favorite restaurants mm. and we would, you know, bribe him with TCBY M&M's. He wouldn't have the frozen yogurt. <laughs> he he would just it. have the M&M's <laughs> in a cup because he didn't like the mess, the OCD possible melting thing freaked him out. <laughs> Anywho, he had, he had a dream about having a restaurant and we were like, what are you going to call it? Donnie's Burgers. He wanted it to be Donnie's Burgers. You remember? Yeah. And so that Christmas Eve when we were like, what do we want to do? It's the first Christmas without mom. I, yeah. And I was like, let's make Donnie, Donnie Burgers and surprise we, it Donovan. Was awesome. And Chris had um, a vinyl on on the interwebs. You yeah. can order a vinyl banner I for like $15. I do have a picture somewhere. We should. And Chris made buttons, said Donnie's burgers yep. and we got him a chef's hat and we were all wearing aprons. Yep. He had a Superman, uh, apron and then a chef's hat. And then we all had jobs and we all had jobs, but we made a cheeseburger 
um, like make it yourself yep. kind of you thing. You can have you a, made a buffalo bar. burger, <laughs> a turkey burger, a veggie burger, and a beef burger. Yeah, he was so cute. And people came in with the, we made menus. Yeah. And uh, what was he, the chef? Or was he the... He was like the host, host and the server. He was just telling us what to do. It was pretty funny. It was very so funny was how man. all of us had a job, but nobody was like sitting at the table. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we went along with it. Anyway, it we redefined our Christmas Eve and that uh, was really fantastic. And Sophie and I put on a show. Oh, that's that right. That was the best show. Right. I can't say it because I feel like I'm being offensive to people. It was potentially racist, it, but it was hilarious. <laughs> it was very... That was an Italian song that you sang with sombreros. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my intention. Someday when we have Patreon, we will uh, put that on. We'll put, you have to pay a little bit extra. Extra to see my... <laughs> to see the, the potentially oh racist I would yet get hilarious. Totally stoned by people <laughs> if they... I had, I wasn't my intention. We it had a was good time. fun, but I did. It was, it set the tone for how we can definitely create our own world and just change it up. Yeah. And two years ago, he was going to not be out of the hospital until I think the 26th or yeah. 27th. Right. And that's when we celebrated. Yeah. The whole, you know, Christmas, you just can gotta do whatever, go with it. do whatever the fuck you want. It an emergency all the time. Everything's an emergency. Everything does not have to be an emergency. It's just so figure true. it out. Go with the flow. Are you breathing? This is what I say. Are you bleeding? Are you broken? Are you dead? Are you, you know, are you not safe? You know, when we were, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> when we were little mom and our aunt used to throw us outside, we weren't allowed to come back in. You know how kids I remember back in today, the day, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And when we would come in from being outside, mom would yell, you better be bleeding or on fire. <laughs> And my favorite is that one time you were on fire. I was on fire because <laughs> my cousin's dirt bike um, muffler hit my pants and it was so hot. It was kind of like, like kind of when, like when Sophie's little hair, she, I came I, <laughs> I've brought up the fact that poor Sophie someday will tell the story about how Sophie singed her hair and Kathy and I just laughed at her. That's why she's, that's why she's, that's so, why she's, she's traumatized. She's tra that's why she's a crisis. All that's the Everybody's in crisis because we laugh at everybody. I laugh, well, you laugh at me. I'm in crisis. Everybody's in crisis. I definitely like to take pictures of you when you're crying. I have a really great collection of. I think that's so evil. If there's evil in the world, there isn't, but you have it. It's just like every time I am, I remember I had post, uh, postpartum depression after Donovan like really remember when my hormones were regulating mm -hmm. and I'm sitting on the bed hysterically crying and all I hear is click 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 and I'm like what are you doing taking pictures when I passed out at six flags oh yeah that was fun you had an <laughs> infection six. we were like and it, what sucked is we were like an hour into the Superman ride line, and, was, we were and that's when you decided to I pass totally out. Passed out because you had an infection. That was kind of a crisis. We had to be rushed to the hospital. There we are in a different state, and I was on not morphine. close to home. Oh, on morphine, gosh. that was crazy. That was dealing. You can't with have me on morphine. That's crazy. No. I was on morphine. I know. We've we've experienced you. We've all experienced you on drugs <laughs> Everybody's by listening. now. We all know and what you're like. Everybody just hold on to your hats because I have to have surgery on my left hip. <laughs> so you're going to have Oxycontin, Kathy. I know. Again. Again. And I Definitely just send good. us in your questions because <laughs> it's going to be really, really. If you want to know anything, super fun. then's the time to ask. We're going to take another break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what. I've been challenged by, and I'm going oh to, it's really exciting. And I encourage other people to do it. And okay. I'm two years All behind. Right. I support you. Okay. We'll be back. Hi, this is Kathy. Um, if you're interested in a party, please email us at www. No, no it's not www. Oh my God. At the sisters are in at gmail. At gmail.com. Um, what to expect when you have a party. If you host a party, you get a free reading. It's $2 a minute per person. Um, we do book up. So if you're interested, please contact us. We're looking forward to meeting you and speaking with you. What happens is people usually get five or six friends together. And that's what we mean by a party. It's not like 
We come, we'll come with the stripper in the van, and there's no Chris, there's no crystal ball. There actually there's no is crystal a, meth. no disco ball. <laughs> no crystal meth. There's no crystal meth. <laughs> no disco ball. Those are different parties. You can look on Craigslist for those, but you can contact us through email or the Facebook page. Okay. All right. We're back. Even though um, I misread Sophie's little signal there. I got too excited. One was like... So I'm two years behind, listen- or one year behind listening to the Minimalist podcast. And those of you who personally know me know that I am not a minimalist. Help me. <laughs> Help me. Me and my boyfriend have... My oh boyfriend my and I have a lot of collections. Oh my gosh. We collect things like... He collect cereal premium toys from all over the world from many decades he's a Hanna-Barbera expert he's a monster <laughs> toy expert this is his resume this is his resume yeah it's a resume builder together we have or a snark. velvet painting <laughs> collection I have a presidential plate collection oh I collect Mary stuff we collect Pez oh we collect um we have lots of records. We have salt and pepper shakers, such as the peppers. I just have orphans. orphans. They're just orphans. I collect orphans, salt and pepper shakers. I am really like because years ago, my I had um, salt and pepper shakers of poodles, and I broke one, and it was alone. It was lonely. And then I was at a flea market, and I saw a little lamb, and I thought, oh, my oh God. the little lamb could keep my poodle. Right <laughs> okay, so boring. So. Me. We have a lot of collections. <laughs> However, that doesn't mean that I collect junk and I don't no, have your clutter. House great. I your don't house have clutter. Great. My no. my no. trick. Very organized. My trick. Yeah, you know, people say it looks like a museum because it's I amazing. have. It things. is amazing. I yeah. have to give you props. Um, however, the things in the junk drawer, the makeup, the you know the shoes I never wear, things like that. Right. Um, I kind of went on a killer you know, garbage bag. I was like, I'm going to fill up this garbage bag. But I, and I did throw away a lot of stuff and I got rid of clothes that, you know, are stained and stretched out, blah, blah, blah. I did get down to one closet for the most part. Impressive. Except for fancy clothes that are in a different closet. (laughs) Different, not my coats. Anyhow, listening to the Minimalist podcast, I was inspired by the challenge, the 30 day challenge, Mm -hmm. which is... Mm-hmm. On the first day of the month, yeah, you throw away one thing. Mm-hmm. On the second day of the month, you throw away two things, mm-hmm. and so on. Okay. So by the fifteenth of the month, you have to find fifteen things in your house that you're going to get rid of. I would have nothing in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Opposite, you have that. Ooh. Although, when was the last time you cleaned out your spices? Yesterday. Cabinet. Yesterday. <laughs> I swear. Look at my cabinet. I got a new thing. As a matter of fact, I, I am. Uh, I. I'm not an extreme minimalist. There's there's minimalists that yeah. you know, live in yurts and stuff. But I'm saying, <laughs> I don't yurts. know. Do they live in yurts? I don't know. Like they they <laughs> they use a canoe and they just they have nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I am in the category of uh the higher level of the minimalist. I don't like a lot of things around me and I throw everything away. Mm-hmm. So I have the opposite problem because I throw things away that I possibly could need. Yes, I know. So it is that's also it's a problem, but mm-hmm. I do do that. Well, nevertheless, I am taking this challenge. I am going I to I am start so glad you are December because first. I get things I've when something s- happens to you. And that's why I want you to stay healthy. I'm always like, work out, Don. You look great. Keep it going. I want your life. I have no, I have no um, airs. It all goes to you. <laughs> it's like, it's like I shake thinking about it. I don't know what to do with stuff. I know. Oh my gosh. Well, the thing is, is that when you do buy stuff, you do think of me. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Oh, look at Kathy. I do we'll think, I know it just annoys you when we go to flea markets and you say, uh, what did you guys do today? I'm like, oh, we went to flea market. So when we die in a car crash, you're gonna have <laughs> you're gonna have more orphan salt oh pepper shakers. Oh my god! But oh. it was cute. It was a little bunny. I'm so happy. It's cute. Anyway, so I am looking forward to having less stuff in my junk drawer, 
less stuff in. And Sophie's going to really enjoy. I like, I love my um, makeup prescription, prescription, my <laughs> that stroke too. moment. That's you too. didn't have a stroke. <laughs> my makeup subscription. And there's a whole <laughs> little basket of s- little samples that I don't use. You that. know what? You should give them to a shelter house. You know, shelter. I do give. Um, I we, there is a battered women's shelter. Yeah, you should place give that. That's that, a great. Yeah, place that actually is a good idea. I usually do. Um, I tend to once once in a while clean out stuff and drop. You can drop things yeah, off the, in yeah. their shed. But like the makeup you don't use. That's such a great idea. Yeah, I guess that's because you have idea. nice makeup. I do. I wear, I use the same three things my entire life. I know. It's like mom. Mom had like Avon samples of lipsticks that they gave if out I in the 60s. If I could wear Gina Tay and get away with it, <laughs> I so would. I freaking love Gina I Tay. I think there's a stick of Charlie in, the, in your, <laughs> in your I, bathroom. I would totally go back there. I love it. But I was also saying, uh, thinking about what's, you know, what's coming up in this month. And I already, I feel like Sophie and I met up this afternoon and every single thing was not working. I tried to print something out. The printer didn't work. The person I was supposed to meet did it like, it's almost Welcome as if things are in retrograde. Is Mercury in retrograde now? I don't know. I, I should know these things. You should definitely know uh, these well, things. Well, I failed today. I'm it's putting up fail. Christmas decorations. I feel like something today. is in retrograde. I'm putting up decorations. I'm distracted. But in your ha- oh, that's nice. But in your hands, I notice oh. I've never seen that deck of cards. I never used this deck. This was gift. Uh, it's like a flowery thing. But what I really liked about it, I just picked it up right now, is that on top it has like these words. It, and I thought it would be fun if we just picked a card, read it, and then maybe. What's the first thing that comes to your mind about it? What's the deck called? I don't know. Oh, it's flowers. It's called flowers. It's I have called... no idea. It's like it's flowers. Did somebody give them to you? Oh, it's the flower speaks. It's called the flower. The flower speaks. The flower speaks. I think Renee gave it to me. It, it kind of is. It's like when old things are 70s, too cute. Everything's naked. Everybody's naked. On this. <laughs> it's like it's the old seventies naked porn it on is. here. It is kind of fun. All right, so <sighs> look at this Native American. Okay. Look at this Native American. Oh. Okay. okay. So I think it would be fun okay. if you pick out a card and then just. Okay. I pick out a card and I ask you a sentence about it. What's okay. the first thing that comes to your mind? Okay. On your market set, go. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I don't have my glasses on. You don't need them. Beauty and love. <laughs> I just so opposite. Okay. I already. What is your, what is the sentence? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Beauty and love. That this is the dorkiest <laughs> set of cards ever. Let me see the picture. It's a lotus flower. Oh, a lotus like flower. A beauty, and, beauty and love. So I do like, you know, when... Um, what, Chris, what's your sentence? Focus. What's, oh, okay. What's I'm your focusing. On a lotus flower, beauty and love. It's kind of vaginal. I'm just saying. So love your vagina. Okay. That's good advice. I think that we should do it as advice. Okay, go ahead. Now you ask. <laughs> love your vagina. <laughs> Take right. care of it. Coconut oil. It's all good. Oh. Oh. What? <laughs> Well, uh, on the very, I'm not kidding you. Okay. It says flow at the top. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of a rose in a triangle. And uh, it's like got an aura and it says flow go with slash the f- trine. What does trine mean? Rose. What this is trine? This is the goofiest. What does trine mean? I should know what that means. Okay. So flow, go with the flow. Flow with the go. It's. I think I'm just going to have my moon cycle. I think that means period. <laughs> I think Everybody, you're getting your period. Donna's getting her period. You know how every girl <laughs> that you meet has gets their period. Oh my god! Please message us if you get your per- if you get your period. No, early. don't message us because chances are people are okay. Men's this period. is ridiculous. Go ahead. Let's it's just the respect the the men that listen to us. Oh, okay. and the men get menstruate too. All right, you ready? Oh my god! Go ahead. Oh, it's my turn. Reserve. <gasps> That's a good one. Reserve. Reserve. And the flower is violet. I don't and understand a, so, this deck of cards. But what is what is the first thing that comes to your mind with advice about reserve? What does that mean to you? Reserve? Where's her other leg? She's special. It's okay. So that's the first thing you saw. That's the first I, thing I saw. Exactly. She only has one leg. Reserve violet. What does reserve mean to you? I don't. Uh, I don't know. You're not. Good I'm not at this. connecting you these are cards. Not, you they're too have distracting. To, they're just words, Donna. Okay, reserve. Reserve. If I said to you, "What's advice? What do you think about when I say?" The I just thought that I have to make plans with my friends. We're going to the CIA in January. You have to make reservations. reservations. Yeah, yeah. Reservations. That's what I thought of. Reservations. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought fine. of. 
Okay. Last one. Creative change. <laughs> sextile aster. I don't even know what the hell sextiling is. Creative change. I need to. But it is a blue panther on top of that oh, flower. Blue well, a black panther means just be. Just just go. But that's a blue panther. But that's a blue panther. I don't know. That means don't just be. It means do something. Oh, make the change. Don't be afraid. Sextile. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like this deck. I don't like this deck. I don't get it. I do There's like just, I, I like the pictures of the naked 70s porn people with mustaches. Look at And them. they are all like, they're, they're like pale. Like, ooh. And it's very vagina -y. Look at that. And their their faces look very androgynous. It's like they're interchangeable. I like it. But I don't think it matches with us. And that is a lesson. Some, it <laughs> that's a lesson. That's a lesson. doesn't right. always have to work. That's okay. All right. So I think that's it. I don't know what else you want to talk about. What was on your list? That was it. Talking about, although we are thinking about adding guests to our podcast in the future. I think we're, I think we're ready for that. I think that we talked about, I don't think that we did. We talked about that we believe that true health is the balance between mind, body, and spirit. Uh, yes. And that what we lack is the, um, what's the body word? part? <laughs> the body part. We, yes. we like the body. We, we got the mind. We, we got the spirit. Yeah, we're the spirit and the mind the part body. is good, but we need help with the body part of our health. So um, we have a few ideas that might be happening in the future. We would love your suggestions. People have been asking us questions and we didn't have time for questions this time, but we will do that definitely next time. Absolutely. In the meantime, enjoy your life. Be good. And we keep perspective. 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 Love it. Is it a crisis? Is it a challenge? Is it going to matter in five years? Okay. On that, Amen. we're at. Boop. If you have any questions, quagmires, or suggestions, please send us a email at Sisters an are email or an email? Oh, an email at the sisters are in at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs>